This is the Flavor of Leadership podcast. I am your host, Clint Hoops. Together, we explore the unique blend of leadership wisdom that helps top leaders consistently achieve work goals, develop personally, and find fulfillment with family. Let's get started. This is episode number 48. Grateful to have Travis Hoops back on the podcast again. Thanks for being here. Appreciate it. Happy to be back. Yeah, you're getting pretty regular at this point. Yes, sir. We like it. We like having you on. Thank you. As Travis and I were were talking about uh, some different podcast ideas, we started talking about how hard experiences often help us as teams to grow together and to actually become stronger. It actually, there's a quote we actually want to start out with from Del Carnegie. So Del Carnegie said this, he said, most of the important things in the world have been accomplished by people who have kept on trying when there seemed to be be no hope at all. With that quote as kind of a preface, Travis, what have you seen as far as teams that you've been a part of or things that you've seen? How have you guys been stronger from some hard time? Yeah, I remember, actually, let's let's take it back a little bit before, you know, they just hit me in that quote just now when it says, you know, teams that have like keep trying and things of that sort. I actually remember I was... At a meeting with, I think you were there, but one of our other brothers, Tyler, that's been on this podcast before. Anyways, I was just talking to him about a a certain, you know, we work in skilled nursing facilities. And I remember talking about another facility that was, was perceived to be really great, you know, and, and so good. I just was, you know, our building, we were, we were working through some things and trying to get better and better and more efficient in a lot of ways. And I remember he said something to me. He said, Travis, you're looking at a building that has been working and trying for 10 years. This is an end result that you're seeing. This isn't a beginning result. And I remember that would hit me really hard that I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know, here I perceived that these people were so good and they're such great leaders and all these other things. And what I was seeing was this end result. And I didn't see, you know, what the struggles that they had gone through, I guarantee, which I know they have. Now that I've gone back and looked at it, there was lots of struggles for years and years and years. 10 years, I think, at that point in time. And I was seeing it and result. And, and so I thought that was really interesting, you know, because sometimes I think we're so short-sighted that we see, you know, we do see end people's end results or we see someone that's really a great leader and we're like, how did they get there? You know, and ultimately it's through hard times and it's through struggles, it's through messing up, things of that sort. Yeah. Comparing your beginning to someone else's ending, right? Yeah, totally. Like you're saying that, that does, that's a, that's a slippery slope. I know that people will often say, holy cow, where did this person come from? Where did this company come from? They came out of nowhere. Like sometimes I'll see that. I'll see even like a company show up or a, or a business show up in town and be like, oh my goodness, there's they have three locations now. How did that happen? And in my mind, I'll think, wow, they were an overnight success. You'll hear people say that, overnight success. But what we didn't see were the 15 years leading up to that, right? They had one store for five years, two for three, and then before you know it, they're they're all over the country. Had to shut down one, had to shut down two, you know, and then come back with strong three. You know, I mean, you don't know what they've been through. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's an it's an amazing thing how that happens. So so why is that? I don't know. You know, that's that's a great question. My biggest thing that I've seen is that I've gone through some hard times, and and especially in my specific place where I work now. We've gone through a ton of struggles. You know, we were going through things like a remodel. You know, a year ago, we had a huge flood that came and we had to re-evacuate. We had to evacuate um, half of our facility to other other sister facilities. 
I mean, there's things like that that are they're hard, you know. I mean that that essentially, I mean, once again, we in nursing homes we think of people as people because that's who they are. Absolutely. But unfortunately, the business side of it is they're also revenue. So so you lost so much of your revenue, and that's that's a tough thing for for the business side of a nursing home. Yeah, yeah, and obviously your first your for first and foremost thing that you worry about, obviously, like you said, is the people, oh, and always and it was people. amazing how quickly and how in our setting, we do a lot of drills and we do a lot of different things. And it was amazing how people came together. And it was it was amazing experience that I am to this day don't know how it was so fluid and so easy, not easy, just very, very efficient and very um, put together. Yeah, that's amazing. I remember you sharing stories about just some of your people that just stepped up and made it happen. And I remember seeing some pictures actually of some of the staff members just, you know, they're sloshing through water with smiles on their faces, just just knowing that they're doing something worthwhile. In fact, you know what? If you want to give a shout out to our local, I'm here in St. George, Utah, our local fire department and our search and rescue that night, like the fire department, there was this one guy and I don't, I wish I knew his name. I could probably find it out. But well, there was this, those. yeah, there you go. There was this one specific guy that came to me and said, look, I am all yours. He's like, I'm yours tell me what to do. And realistically, it was interesting because here's this guy that like, you could tell he was in charge and he had done this before in a sense, but he really turned it to me and he's like, Hey, lead us, tell us what to do. You know? And it was really interesting. That was a really hard, it was a hard night now that I'm thinking about it, but it was really cool. These guys were amazing. Um, our team at my facility wasn't, were amazing. Um, but just shout out to these, the fire department, you know, police department, search and rescue, all those guys. I mean, they have been through hard times and continue to go through hard times and they are putting themselves out in the middle of the night and in this rain, you know, probably neglecting their families in a lot of ways um, to come out and help us. So that was not to be sidetracked, but that was pretty amazing, pretty awesome. I love it. And those are people that, I mean, I think that actually goes right with what we're talking about. I mean, those are people that their jobs are dealing with hard times. And I imagine even in a place like that, that would get overwhelming over time, even though you feel like you're helping people, right? It can get overwhelming. Yeah, no, for sure. They, yeah, they were so, they were so wonderful. It was an awesome experience. That's so amazing. So going back to your team, recovering from that, I mean, your, your team, there were a lot of changes. Like you said, a lot of the, a lot of the residents that they were caring for had to, had to go elsewhere for a short, for a while. And, and that changed people's jobs and changed the dynamic. How so? How did how did you recover from that with the shifting dynamic of the facility? Yeah, well, we had to do you know to talk more principle based, I guess, in what we what we did. You know, people had to adjust. We had to. A couple of us moved out into a shipping container, turned into an office. There was four of us in a in a small little office space. You know, some people were working remotely. Some people were um, working inside the facility. You know, I mean, it was it was just we were scattered all over the place. It was really interesting how disconnected a team can be as well. And, and that can be quite damaging to a team. But that was one thing, you know, that communication, I felt like we, we did a pretty good job um, being able to continue to communicate. We met together often and things of that sort, you know, but people had to sacrifice and it was not an easy, it was not an easy time. It was very, very hard. And um, we're actually, we're still going through it in a sense, but for the most part, it's, you know, it's not easy going through these hard times. It's really, you need people to step up. You need people to go out of their comfort zones, you know, and it really is asking a lot. But the end result of those sacrifices and those things that people do makes them a better leader at the end of the day. You know, I think about 
you can't help but instantly go to the COVID-19 pandemic that's that's all over and has impacted so many teams from around the world and continues to impact us today. And in healthcare, it impacts you at even greater level than the average business. You had much of this during on top of that, right? So it was, it was lots of different trials all happening at once. And did you have some team members not make it through? Yeah, we definitely did. There was lots of them, you know, some of them, yeah, some of them didn't want to go through it. You know, we had been through other hard times, you know what I'm saying? And it was a little too much. Um, we had just gotten past, you know, we were kind of in the middle of a whole, you know, the whole COVID, COVID pandemic thing. And, and, um, you know, there was, yeah, there's lots of people that didn't make it through, you know, and no knock on them, you know, I mean, they were looking for different opportunities or just, you know, or different times of life. Yeah. There you go. Because they might have to care for different people in different ways. Yeah, exactly. Because there was a lot of, a lot of people that, you know, have to care for their own families and have to care for loved ones out of state or whatever it be. And so, um, yes, there's a lot of movement. I always think about, you know, as, as we, us as leaders, you know, depending on how the size of the company, you know, in our scenario, we're probably 120 employees in our, in our place, you know, it's bound to always have something going on with someone, right? It's never perfect. It's always, there's always something or some, something happening to someone. And so it's just, we all have to work together through those things. It makes me think, I I was sharing on a past episode, we were talking about how, you know, we're always seeking for, for kind of that balance in life. And, and often we think of balance as meaning everything gets the same amount of attention, but really we're looking for kind of more or less a, a harmony of things instead, where not everything gets the exact same amount of attention at any given time. And I imagine it's probably similar in your world, right? I mean, depending on each department or each piece, each one is just going to require a a different level of attention at different times. And that's constantly shifting, right? Based on where the greatest need is. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Different people require different things throughout the years, you know, and that's something with leadership as well. You know, sometimes people, you know, are in the right seat, you know, on the bus. And then at some point in time, they can change to not be the right person in that seat and it's time for them to move on and do something different or shift them to a different seat on the bus per se, right? Move them to a different position in a facility and things. So you see a lot of that, you know, and that's, and that all comes from once again, going through these hard times, it's pretty strenuous in a lot of ways. So it's just, how do we overcome those and what do we do to, to get, become better? And, and sometimes that requires people to move on and maybe they recognize something about themselves that they want to change or do something different. And so that's, you know, it might be a time for them to move on and that's okay. Yeah. As long as people are happy. I mean, that, that's what for makes sure. the difference, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yep. I love it. So, so, so we just gave some examples of some really hard times as far as, I mean, this was a, a natural disaster essentially that hit your facility and, and same with COVID, a pandemic, something different in that way. What about market changes? I mean, you think about COVID, how it's changed the market, even in like supply chain type things. I know that's something that, that we've seen in our industry is we've seen supply chain impacts that have been that have been massive and impacted our ability to to do work or or the ability of some of the people we work with to be able to do their work. Have you seen supply chain impacts in in your world? Mainly like staffing, you know, like obviously lots of people are looking for good people, you know, to work work and 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 do those things. And so I that's really the thing that we've seen a, a big 
you know, in general in healthcare, there's a big there's a big uh, shortage there, and so it's it's ultra important that we are taking care of our people and and you know making sure that they you know have their needs and and once again helping them accomplish what they want to do in life. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's it's extra important. You know, a lot of these leadership principles that we've talked about that you've talked about on this podcast and and different things of that sort. You know, I mean we you know, you got to be up on your game nowadays to make sure that you're taking care of your employees and they feel appreciated and rightly so. Yeah. I mean, there, there are more opportunities than ever for people to be able to make a living in, in multiple different industries. And that is hard. I mean, we've, we've seen that I know. And in our industry, people's lives, lives change. And with the job market, there's been opportunities elsewhere. And so you're right. We've had to step up our game to be the employer of choice. You know, if you talk about, you know, we talked about staff, you know, just now, but I was just thinking as, as we've been talking, you know, if you talk about, there's a lot of challenges that have come, but there's been a lot of benefits that have come too. It's kind of interesting. You see different businesses, you know, some of the travel industry and some of these things, I, mean, I think they're thriving, you know? So at some point in time, they had to take a hard thing and turn it around to something better. And so we all have to do that all the time, you know, in, in healthcare or in, you know, in, in what you guys do, you know, realistically, it's like, we've, we've got to always be changing. And I think change is hard in general. And so when we talk about doing hard things, or we talk about, you know, our topic today of, of going through these challenges, builds better teams, you know, change, change is hard. It's in itself, but always creates a better team at the end. And we hope so. We hope we are better at the end. Yeah. I mean, it's the whole philosophy where we talk about, I think we shared this in the past as well, exercise. I mean, the whole point of exercise is to is to stress your muscles to the limit, to push them to the limit so that you can grow, so your capacity can increase, your endurance can increase. And I know that my abilities now versus 15 years ago or more are much greater in my ability to lead and what I can handle, what I can, you know, what I'm able to do. I'm, my threshold is so much greater than Correct. it was So how then. did you learn to get there? I guess, I mean, really, it's the topic of today. I mean, it really was the hard times. It was, the easy times, I didn't learn much in the easy times. I mean, I, I guess I learned, I guess I had to learn how to, how to balance if there was a lot of business and a lot of things happening, but, but really that in of itself was a trial too, trying to figure out how to handle, you know, more business, stay organized, keep things, you know, they're, they're all different trials that push us in different, in different areas of our lives. I know sometimes when we're in the middle of like a cycle where we need more sales and it seems like, cause, cause you know, some people say sales cure all or sales will solve everything, which there's a lot of truth to that in a way you have to sell first before you can do anything. But then when you're in the middle of the sales mode, you think it's never going to end. We're never going to have enough business. And then you get enough business that you're like, Oh my goodness, how are we ever going to get on top of all of this? And then it shifts from place to place. And I think pushes us in different parts of our leadership and helps us improve and pushes our teams too to be able to handle those changing priorities. I think, you know, it's it's trial and error, right? I mean, it really I, are trials and error, right? I mean, it's things that yeah, we go lots through. Lots of trials because it keeps that, going. Yeah, that's how we build better leadership. And and that's what I always, I, I, I always sit back sometimes and be like, okay, you know, how that used to stress me out and now it doesn't, you know, why is that? And, I, and what it comes down to is I've seen it like a million times and so you just know what to do with it. And so this. And so ultimately, hard times build teams, but hard times build ourselves as well. Yeah, I remember looking at a leader in the organization I worked for, you know, 
10 plus years ago. I remember looking at this leader. There was this leader. He he was amazing. And I just remember looking at him and thinking, man, if I could just be cool, calm, and collected under pressure like him. He just had a calming influence. Like Things would be crazy. You didn't know what you were going to do. And he just had a way of of looking at you, understanding with you, and being like, yeah, I, I understand. This is tough. I Let's work through this together. But then made you feel like it's all going to be okay. It's good. And it's amazing. And so I've since then tried to figure out, okay, how do I, how do I do that? Because I don't want to discount people being frantic or, or having it be a hard time, but also being able to let them know it's going to be all right and lead the way. Yeah. I think we need to remember that, you know, yeah, you always come out okay at the end, no matter what, even if it, even if it is a trial or if it doesn't end up the way we wanted it to, we found a way that we shouldn't do it. Right. I mean, if that sounds cliche or whatever you want to say, but, you know, ultimately it's, you know, our trials and everything that we go through are all for a better, you know, we can become better from it. So, yeah, like you said, even when the end result is not what we had hoped for, going back to cliche thing, it's maybe not what we hope for, but maybe it's what we needed. And sometimes we don't know we need it. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like it. Well, this is a fantastic topic and and we actually have a, a couple of other topics in the same kind of realm of of triumphing over difficult things that we'll talk about in future podcasts if we can get Travis to come back. There you go. I'll be back. <laughs> I love it. Yes, sir. I love it. Well, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. And until next week. Thanks for joining me on this week's episode of the Flavor of Leadership podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at flavoroflearership.com. Thanks for listening.